My name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve Stevens, a.k.a. The Bookie Killer. Back at it, podcast number 83. And God, it was a long time coming. Sitting here with my number one gun, my numero uno, the number one ace, the big skipper. Skipper, what's going on over there, brother? Number one. The number one stunner. You heard what he said. Yeah. Podcast number 83, Steve. We didn't think we'd ever get to this point. We've been on a two, three-week vacation, traveling the country, laying on the beach. I know, well, I don't lay on the beach. I know you might have been laying on the beach. Well, I'm gonna be I, was, I was at the beach. I wasn't laying on the beach. Well, you, you showed a couple videos out there during our break of you on... Uh, I, I, was at, it, I was at you Laguna. Were, yeah, you were, you were chasing me a little bit. I was out there in La Jolla, Laguna, San Diego, mm-hmm. tore up California for the entire month. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I had a blast, man. Um, I guess you and Right Side went to a couple different uh, yes, stadiums. What did you guys do? Yes, we did. We were in San Francisco, our favorite ballpark, uh, AT&T. We were there. Uh, we were at L.A. We went to one Dodger game, the Dodgers and the Pirates, the Sunday before the All-Star game. We went down to Phoenix. We caught a game down in Arizona, the Diamondbacks. And then uh, we capped it off with the All-Star game in San Diego uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, last Tuesday night, the All-Star game. You know, I, I wasn't too impressed with the All-Star game. I mean, you tell me the first five innings were great. I did miss the first four innings of the game mm-hmm. due to well, you a missed the whole game then. major party. Yeah. yeah, because innings five, six, seven, eight, nine were just fucking terrible. Well, the first four innings, it was four to two. There were three home runs, one of which came right over our head. Sally Perez's home run. We were in the first row. Can you can you catch a ball with your fucking uh, well, VIP shirt on? Well, my son had his glove. I mean, I was counting on him. If you would have uh, had a, if you would have had a normal shirt on, you'd have caught the ball for sure. But VIP we, shirt on, no, you ain't catching shit. We got a ball in batting practice. He picked one up in BP. Uh, but during the game, we were sitting in the front row on the left field wall, right in front of the USA uh, the US Bank sign. Uh, and Sal Perez's home run went right over our head. We got a little airtime. You might have seen it. Right. Hey, listen, and, you know, I sat on the beach. I, I did a lot of different things. Took my son to SeaWorld. Uh, had a beach house out there for about a month, and, and it was great. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's like I tell everybody, you've got to put the battery on the charger. you got to unwind. See, unlike any other business, you know, Skip, these people don't understand, we're six days a week, yes. uh, 12 hours a day. A lot, like, of, a lot of week seven. Well, not, well, not only that, but here in... Three weeks, we don't have our Sundays anymore. Yeah. So when you have a Wednesday off, it's not really like having a day off, brother, mm-hmm. especially when you're working on Sunday. So, you know, we grind, and the only time that we get off through our whole year is that two weeks. Yeah. Uh, I actually t- took three. I think you, you know, you did too. But I, just, I, I try to take a little time here and there, as we all know. Yeah, because you got to go spend time with the family. You got to go get sane because I don't give a fuck who you are, or even if you're a stockbroker, or whether you do this full time or not. You, you can't do it every single day. There comes a time where you got to put the, the phone on hold, turn your phone off, go out with your family, mm-hmm. barbecue, hit the ocean, go around the world, eat together, bond, because at the end of the day, all this money that we make, all the finer things we have in life doesn't mean a fucking thing if, you're, if your family's not there to share. Yeah, I mean, everybody sees the glitz and the glamour of this lifestyle, and everybody wants to be us, and hell, we don't, I don't blame them. I'm pl- uh, listen, uh, I, listen I, I, I'm burnt out now. I'm a fucking dad. I mean, I, I show people my lifestyle, living the finest things, but I'm not that kid I was uh, four years ago, you know, driving around town in Ferraris and, and Rolls Royces and being single. You know, I'm, I'm well, engaged. Point, I got kids. I, yeah, my, my point is that, you know, people just think that our lifestyle is just partying and making money and spending money and just, And, you know, they're, and they're right. And, 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 you're, <laughs> they're, def- they're definitely Skip, right. Stop lying to these motherfuckers. No, no, the point I'm trying to make is this, and it was the point that you were trying to make. In this industry, what people don't understand is we're in the sports betting world, and there's sports events going on every day, all year round. Non-stop. And, 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 and people, we work six, seven days a week for a, a solid 10 months out of the year. And when it comes, you know, the middle of June, uh, and July when the All-Star break is. I mean, we just take a break. We shut it down the end of June and most of July, and uh, it's just the way it is. It's the only time we get a break. 
Other than that, it's all day, every day. And we don't get weekends, people. I mean, there's college football all day on Saturday. We're, there's we're NFL, at 5 in the morning. Oh, there's uh, NFL on all, all day Sunday. I mean, we don't get weekends off. We work weekends 10 months out of the year. Right. I mean, we're, we, we take a day off on a Tuesday or a Wednesday during the football season or the basketball season. My point is... We work a hell of a lot. It's high risk. It's stressed out, but it's a very high reward. We yeah. get very, very, uh, very, very rewarded. Yeah in a very, very big way for what but we it's do. But it's a lot of hours. It's, it's a, a lot grind. of time. It's a grind. Well, I mean, over the last four years since Money Talks came, we've had the biggest oil tycoon, uh, biggest telemarketers, uh, hedge fund guys, uh, stockbrokers, everyone fly out here to Las Vegas. What about the uh, guy that called himself the uh, Rainmaker? Oh, the Rainmaker, yeah. I said, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Rainmaker turned out to be, uh, go, well, go ahead and I tell mean, Where you're from, you might be called the Rainmaker. Out here, you're nothing more than a broken fucking sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> this guy shows up and says, he's and a, a brand Rainmaker. brand new BMW. <laughs> this guy, clean as ice. <laughs> oh, yeah. A good friend of ours, too. We ended yeah. up making a good friend out of him. Shout yeah, out. yeah, he's a good friend. Shout but, out to the Rainmaker. Uh, but the way the guy arrived was just unbelievable. Oh, I mean, he showed up like Jack Nicholson yeah. around oh. this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy, this guy l- l- we got to tell the story. Now. Go ahead, man. This, Go guy, ahead. this guy just shows up from uh, Newport Beach, California. Oh, yeah. He pulls up. What did he have, a Beamer or a Mercedes? He had a 760, brand yeah. new Beamer. Yeah. Okay, so he pulls up. 180,000, dollars car. He pulls up with a 7 Series Beamer. He says, I'm from Newport Beach. I'm this, I'm that. I make a half a million yeah. a, jo- a year job at my job that I yeah. got right now. Yeah, he's... Uh, uh, you know, where, where he comes from, he's the swinging dick. He's the head of the party. He's the, he's, big the, guy. he's the leader of the fraternity. He's the big guy on campus. So he comes in and he says, listen, I'm here. I got a little bankroll. I'm ready to make it rain. I want to talk to Steve Stevens and the skipper. Okay. So Steve says to him, listen, partner, where you come from, you might be the rainmaker, but where we come from, you ain't nothing but a busted sprinkler head. <laughs> I nearly pissed my pants, dude. Uh, hey, <laughs> that, was, that was unbelievable. Oh, God. Were Not, nothing like insulting a whale as he walks in the oh, door. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was funny. It was all out of good, I, out it of was good. All out of good fun and humor. And yeah. I was laughing my fucking ass off. I told him, you know, where you're from, you were probably the most popular guy in school, <laughs> coolest guy in the world, uh, you know, the leader of your pack. Yep. And, and that's fine and dandy. You're yep. a great guy. But out here, you're like a three-inch dick out of hip-hop boy. Yeah, you're like a shrimp in infested water. You're extremely waters. small. But... <laughs> But a good guy. So basically, um, what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is getting back in the grind. Right now, it's bankroll building season. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's preseason. Don't let the players be the only ones to get paid, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> right now is the time to get involved, start making money in baseball, as Skip tells you, as I tell you, so you don't have to go into the football season with your own money. We're off vacation officially, which means that we're back in the frame of mind of making money, back in the frame of mind of grinding, back in the frame of mind of breaking your motherfucking bookie's neck. That's it. Because at the end of the day, we don't get paid unless you do. And I'm looking for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Oh, you know don't... what, Skip? I'm sorry to even cut you Go off. Go ahead. We have so much things to say because we haven't we seen you guys. we got a lot of things to talk about. And we, I missed you guys, by the way. All of our, vo- listen, shout out to all of our uh, loyal fans have been listening to you. Even the couple guys that hate on there, shout out to you because deep down you're on. You love me. You're yeah. on our day. I mean, who, who you, our biggest haters actually our biggest fan. Well, who have you been hating the last three weeks? Uh, you can't. I We've mean, we haven't a- we haven't been around. <laughs> oh yeah, they have. Uh, I, I mean, uh, they still been hating. Well, buddy, I, I don't pay attention to the shit. I don't know. Yeah, when you're when you're putting when you're putting uh, videos of you in an elevator in a three story uh, beach house, uh-huh. yeah, they're gonna they're, yeah. they're they're gonna have that guy that's sitting in his underwear that I wants understand. to be you. Yeah. That's on his break from sports, but he's actually mm-hmm. eating McDonald's, wondering how he's gonna get that rent next mm-hmm. month for the apartment. Right. Yeah, so we work hard, play hard, but we're gonna take in the lives of guys that are betting big and living larger. But I do want everybody to know we have a great show for you today. Uh, me and Skip got a lot to say. We missed you guys. Uh, the VIP Sports Podcast is all about everything current in sports, everything current in entertainment, but more importantly, we're just here to make you better sports betters. I'm the number one documented individual in the fucking world. Anybody that tells you that they make more money betting sports than me, make sure you look them in the eye when they tell you that. That way you know what the fuck they look like when they're lying. Fair enough? My motto is run with us or get ran the fuck over. It's a brand new season. You deserve the finer things in life. You deserve a second income. And God damn it, I'm going to make sure that you get it. Mm-hmm. And Skip, you're riding with me last time I checked. Oh, I'm riding shotgun, brother. You want to tell these people how they can get a hold of us, brother? Absolutely. You, the easiest way to get a hold of us is just to call us. 877-220-6540. Just give us a call and say, I heard Skip. I heard Steve on the podcast. I want to start making money. I want to beat my book this year. Uh, I want to beat the shit out of my book this year. Have a little passion about doing it, guys. And if you always thought about getting in the industry, now's the time. Mm -hmm. You can go to our website. It's VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We have a place on there where you can enter your phone number to get a free pick. 
We also have packages on there where you can purchase. Uh, there's different things, different packages for all shapes and all sizes of sports better, betters. Whether you're a new sports better and you're just getting started, or whether you've been betting for a long time and you just need a little help, you need a little extra advice to pad your bankroll, uh, there's all kinds of packages on there and levels uh, that you can get started with. But uh, again, the easiest thing to do is to just give us a call so I can walk you right through it or one of the reps here can walk you right through getting your account set up with us and making sure you're getting the best information that money can buy. To all you hedge fund guys, to all you oil tycoons, to all you real estate moguls, now is the fucking time to call VIP Sports, get ready to grind, money management and discipline is in full motherfucking effect. This is the time where you put $100,000 into an account uh, and three months from now, you're sitting at about 300K. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's being real realistic with you. Uh, a lot of times it could be more. But for, for all you guys out there listening to us right now that are businessmen that love making money at whatever profession it is that you're in, whether you're buying and selling real estate. If you're successful, yeah. period. All those successful businessmen out I there. if you sell dope. That, I don't give a damn what you do. If you're successful at what you do and you're a businessman and you love making money, we have an alternative. It's called sports betting. That's that will fact. help you make more money than you've ever made in your life. And hell, it's a lot of fun, by the way, too. Uh, but you make more money than you've ever made in your life doing anything if you treat it like a business and you do it the right way. And how, what, what is the formula for that, Steve? Uh, money management and discipline. Correct. Betting one game a day, not every day, and betting the same amount of money on every fucking game. Money management and discipline. And this man right here has got millions of dollars behind him. He's got a network set up, not just here in Vegas, but all around the country that is designed to make sure that we are getting the best information from a betting standpoint, from a gambling standpoint, that his money and his contacts can possibly buy. We don't and have believe it. me, there's nobody better in the world than him. When you get shut down from sports books in Las Vegas from making wagers, that means you're feared. Yeah. When, when the sports book doesn't want to take your bet, oh, congratulations, Cantner Gaming, for uh, losing another executive, by the way. No shit. And, uh, They're uh, falling uh, apart. Another fine, a $1.5 million fine, lost another big executive. Uh, it looks like they were underpaying customers again, Steve. Yeah. Uh, They're and, robbing and, everybody, yeah. and they robbed my man, Mike yeah. Colbert. Shout out to Mike Colbert. What's up, brother? My good so friend. So anyway, the, the same sports book that doesn't want to take his bets anymore because he beats the shit out of them, uh, it looks like they end up in trouble again. But anyway, shame on you. Shame, yeah, on, shame you. on you, shame on Cantor. You. Shame on you. <laughs> shame on you for not taking our bets, and shame on you for uh, breaking the law again and getting another hefty fine. That's but, a fact. But uh, anyway, I, I hit a round robin on your ass on Sunday, so, uh, and you didn't know that came in under the cover. So. That's a fact. We're, <laughs> on, we're still going to take them down for millions of dollars. Yeah. And this is what I want you guys to understand. Skip and I, we don't have a degree in sports. We're not statisticians. We don't play algorithms. You can take your algorithms and stats and shove them right up your fucking ass because it has nothing to do with covering the spread. Mm -hmm. When you watch uh, Fox uh, TV, when you watch ESPN, you have head coaches that literally coached the football team the year before, uh, guys that played on the team, uh, announcers that give their picks every single fucking week. These guys can't even hit 50% against the spread. Correct. So, guys, like I said, it's all about the guys that make the line out here in Las Vegas. Las Vegas controls the action. We're the ones that invented sports betting. We're the ones that made it legal. So we're the ones that make the fucking rules. It's not a matter who wins the game. It matters who covers the spread. If you're looking for stats, if you're looking who played in 1954, go watch ESPN because I don't give a fuck, number one. Number two, I don't know. And number three, it has nothing to do with winning money against the spread today. And the only reason why I'm in this fucking business is not because I love it. Yeah, I eat, breathe, and sleep fucking sports, but I do it for money and money only. Mm -hmm. I do it to make money so my family lives a great life. That's why Darren Notero turns into Steve Stevens. When I walk into this door, I'm Darren Otero. When I walk right into that door, I turn into Steve Stevens. That's my alter ego. I turn into a guy that doesn't take no for an answer, a guy that's high-powered, a guy that's motivated, a guy that reaches my hand out there. All you got to do is grab it so I can take you to the next level, a guy that's willing to help, a guy that respects people, a guy that understands that everyone in the world is ran by the stock market. All you guys out there investing in the stock market, if you're not investing in sports betting with me, uh, no offense, but you got to be the dumbest motherfucker in the world because there is a hell of a lot more money to be made in sports betting than the stock market. Skip, when you buy a stock tip, do you know the day-to-day -day operations of your stock? Most likely not. Do you know the employees that work there? Definitely not. Nine out of 10 times, do you even know where the fuck it's at? When you put your money in McDonald's, you don't go work the drive-thru every night. That's what I've always said. The bottom line is when you put your money on the LA Lakers, you know the five starters, mm -hmm. you know the opposing team, 
and you get paid right at the motherfucking end of the game. Nothing like getting paid as soon as the game's over, people. Guys, you go right to the cage and get paid. You're getting instant gratification. You're getting instant return on your money. You're getting an instant return on your equity. What more could you possibly ask for? But let's talk numbers because it's actually getting to the point where it's fucking sickening. You guys, open your fucking ears and listen. You go in the stock market all year long begging. Like, hey, the guy that compared to me that came out here that actually makes six million a year, uh, he called himself, the, he tried to steal my shit because I'm the Michael Jordan of the sports business. He said he was the Michael Jordan of the stock market. Mm-hmm. He brings somebody on a high year fucking 12%. Mm-hmm. Skip, you want to tell the percentages that we make a guy in a fucking week? We turn uh, $250 into 5,000 in seven days. I mean, you're talking about making four, five, 600% on your money in a week. If your goal is to make 10, 12% a year, I mean, hell, that's 1% a month. Yeah. I, mean, I, do, I can make you do two, the numbers. I, I can make you 200% on your money like clockwork every week. And that's no joke. Yeah, I'm going to have even weeks here and there. But month after month, season after season, I'm going to show you hundreds times your money. Hundreds of times your money. I can turn your money over two or three times in every five to ten day period. If you're just looking to make 10 or 12% on your money over the course of an entire calendar I'll do year, that for you in a week. My God, your money's sleeping. Why go? Get your money to wake up, people. Yeah, your money's definitely your, asleep. Your you money's bet. asleep. Your money's on Xanax. You need to yeah. wake it the fuck up. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Your money definitely caught the fucking flu. Yeah, take your money off the sleeping pills, my friend, and wake up. Because no sense of keeping them sleeping like S. Scrooge for fucking uh, a year long when you can make that 10% in literally three days at VIP Sports and be done for the year. If all you're looking for is a 15%, 20%, deal with us for one week, oh, you'll be God. done for the year. Yeah. If you're happy making 100 or 200 times your money every 10, 20 days, then give me a call. If you want 10% a year, then keep your money in the stock market. Keep your money in your mutual fund. I mean, and I don't I don't know what to tell you. If you want your money to wake up and you want to get paid today, then give me a call. I love your attitude. 877-220-6540. Listen. Wake up to get your cake up. You, you pretty much said it right there in black and white. Finish telling them how to get a hold of us. They can uh, subscribe on the podcast. We don't have enough subscribers. You people are listening. You're not subscribing. Yeah. Here, well, number one, bef- uh, you go to VIP Sports LV. All you got to do is uh, go to YouTube. You press the subscribe button. It automatically alerts you to big bets that I do. It gives you access to things that nobody else gets. Mm-hmm. So make sure you say, uh, you know, subscribe, press the subscribe button. Uh, while we're talking about that, shout out to all of our military heroes that are listening to us on the Armed Force Radio Network, which is millions and millions of viewers out there. Uh, we have signed up a lot of colonels, a lot of lieutenants, mm-hmm. a lot of real high-tech, technical... Listen, we've got some of the most high, the highest of the high technical motherfuckers in the ver- military we, yes. doing business with us. We yep. did get some very high-level sm- people in the military I'm talking about highest that, intelligent... Yeah. We, we got some high-level people in the military that are bending sports with us right now. Very, very, very uh, smart. They, they woke up. Yeah. They, because <laughs> because they, they know the government isn't taking care of them the way they should. They, they, they're not going to just let their money yeah. sit in their 401k. I, they're I, ready to flip that shit like yeah. a world-class gymnast. You know what yeah. I mean? They're not out there saving our lives every day, so uh, their money isn't growing. That's they're ready sure. to flip that shit like birds, Skipper. They're listen, ready to just flip. And listen, now more than ever, uh, their job is becoming increasingly, increasingly more dangerous and more difficult. They should... All you military people out there, I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart. You guys should get a, a, a double pay raise right now, just the way the world is. They should get I mean, a the, the world is insane right now. It's gone absolutely fucking insane. And you guys should be getting paid two or three times what you're getting. Uh, and listen, help is on the way. And you know what I'm talking about. Help is on the way. Let's yeah. go get them motherfuckers. Yeah. They know what you're talking help about. Help is on the way, people. But here, yeah, and it really is. Thanks for keeping our country safe. Like I said, I feel they should get uh, NBA league minimum. Jeez, they, they should double their paychecks right now. You the, know, after the, talking to some of these sergeants and lieutenants telling us what they max out at, I won't even repeat uh, it, but it's fucking embarrassing. It's a shame. They I mean, deserve five and ten times that uh, more. It's unbelievable. I, we can go all day about that. Let's stay positive. Let's get into the podcast today. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Damn it, just follow us. As a matter of fact, don't even follow us. Join us. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> be a follower, man. Be Come a leader. Get, get in the car. Like I yeah. said, I don't want you to just look at it. I want you to like this shit, smoke that shit, oh. and feel that shit. Oh, That's here what we I want go. you to do. Here we go. But uh, listen, I just want to give you guys some numbers. Uh, to Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, I know you're going to do your best to make gambling legal because you are a businessman like a motherfucker. Help is on the way. So whether it's uh, Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, is it Clit? Clit- Clinton? Clinton. <laughs> whether it's Mrs. Clinton, Clinton, if it's Mrs. Clinton, or whether it's Donald Trump, 
Just let me give you some stats so you guys can wake the fuck up, okay? Hillary for prison. Yeah. <laughs> Sports betting contributed over $100 billion a year into the U.S. economy. We put over $100 billion into the U.S. economy every year. Here's what you're really going to like, okay? $150 billion a year is bet illegally. At least. $150 billion illegally. Mm. So they're marking $100 million legally and $150 billion illegal. Yeah, they said the Super Bowl alone produced $4 billion in just illegal bets. $4.1 billion. In illegal bets. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, $4.1 billion in illegal bets. And only $100 million was bet legally on the Skip. Super Bowl. That's so, like 3%. Yeah, so like 3 or 4% at the most. And you guys don't want to make sports betting legal and tax a fucking 150, 300 billion. So to sum it up, all, all these big numbers, to sum it up, there's billions and billions of dollars being... Hundreds of billions. Being, there's billions of dollars being wagered illegally on sports every year, and only about 3% of the money being bet on sports is being bet legally. So wake up, politicians. Wake the fuck up. Make wake it. up. Wake up, America. Wake up, politicians. You did it with marijuana. Yeah, now do it with fucking sports betting. Let's get this shit legalized all around the country. Because be it's going to happen no matter what, motherfuckers. There's a whole lot of money out there that we're missing out on. And I think you politicians uh, and people know that because you are some of our clients. <laughs> so don't act like motherfuckers are going to stop betting. It's the American way. And if it's a couple hundred billion dollar business, tax it, and stop taking our fucking money. Use that money for yeah. schools and roads We're and every fucking boat. thing. And drop my tax bracket down to about 20% instead you know, of 40. You know how many billions of dollars are sent to offshore sports books every single fucking month? It's every, disgusting. Every, I mean, keep the money in the country, people. You got billions of dollars being bet with offshore wagering. You get guys that go out there, they get an army out in fucking Belize. They get an army out there in Costa Rica. They're riding around with machine guns. All you guys got to do is make sports betting legal here, sanction it, tax it, and make more money than you've ever made in your motherfucking yeah, life. Yeah, listen, it's happening. It's going to continue to happen. It's, it's, it's happened it's since the Rome it, days. It's only getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the year. It's happening. You're not going to stop it. You're never going to stop it. So let's get it legalized. Let's get it. Uh, let's get it on the books. Let's get it legalized, get it taxed, whatever you got to do to make it legal, and, and, and stop brushing it under the rug, for crying out loud. And to all you fantasy football sites that are about to infest the fucking internet, make sure that you inform your people that if there's a bill to bet to make sports betting legal, that you use your power to actually do something this year, mm -hmm. because shame on you last year uh, to the two biggest motherfucking fantasy football guys out there in the world. I'm tired of seeing the buddy with a check at the end of the commercial popping bottles of champagne. You need to be having a little message at the end of that commercial how people can vote to make sports betting legal because you have the power to do it. Yeah. And that's the whole reason why we do this podcast is to make sports betting legal. It's the only reason why you guys see me and Skip here doing this, period. I missed something in the beginning of our pod. Go ahead. It's podcast 83. Yeah. There's an 83 that's dear and near to my heart, okay? A number 83? There's a number 83, podcast 83. I want to give a shout out to number 83. There was a lot of 83s out there. I mean, that's a popular number. A lot of wide receivers. Uh, hell, even a linebacker, Ted Hendrick, back in the day. He was a badass 83. What'd you say, Clayton, 83, Dolphins? Mark Clayton was number 83, the Miami Dolphins. Clayton, That's all I could think of, to be honest with you. And I'm not, I haven't even smoked my marijuana today. Played a little bit with the Green Bay Packers, Mark Clayton. Uh, Ted Hendricks, the linebacker. They called him the Mad Stork back in the 70s. Yeah. Probably way before any of our listeners' time. Well, yeah, was uh, that Jimmy's brother? <laughs> the Mad Stork, Ted Hendricks. The number 83 that's dear and near to me, Andre Reed, the Hall of Famer, Andre Reed from the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. He's, he's from my neck of the woods. He's an Allentown, Pennsylvania boy. I lived in Allentown for a while when I was going to college. I uh, got a lot of friends in the Allentown, Pennsylvania area. Billy Joel, you know, he sung about Allentown. Just living here in uh, Allentown. Oh, that's a fact. He also talked about fucking Andre, Christy Brinkley's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Uptown Reed. Town girl. Andre e. Reed is from my era. He's 52 years old. I uh, spent 16 years in the NFL with the Buffalo Bills, played uh, one year with the Redskins, but he was a Buffalo Bill. He was a uh, 2014 inductee into the Hall of Fame. My man, Andre Reed, 88 touchdowns, 13,000 yards. Come on, man. Andre Reed, number 83. Oh, 
And he also went to Kutztown University, which I had a lot of friends go to Kutztown University. Kutztown? Fuck, Kut- I'd like to go there. Kutztown, a little town. <laughs> I know. Little sir. town in a cornfield in the middle of Pennsylvania German country. Yeah, were you guys doing some cow tipping out there? It's, ki- it's kind of about 15, 20 miles uh, south of uh, Allentown. Okay. Andre Reed from My Neck of the Woods. Wanted to give you a shout-out. Podcast 83, Andre Reed. I love it. Beautiful. Anyway, Skip, let's get right into a little baseball. As you know, baseball is in full effect. <coughs> oh, um, actually, before I even get in to start talking about, people know about Ooh. the money that we're making in baseball. Um, we've been following baseball since the very, very beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And when you're averaging right at 70.1%, uh, there's just nobody that's doing better. You can have a better week, but you're never going to average that throughout the All-Star break. Skip, what were some of the surprises in the first half of the season. Was there anything that, like, overwhelmingly surprised you? Was there a team that did something that you didn't think? Talk to me a little bit, brother. Well, it's been a crazy year in baseball. It really has. Um, I'm going to be the first one to admit it hasn't been my best year. It certainly hasn't been my worst. We're making money. Uh, Your your games are hitting at an an astronomical rate. Well, that's why I'm confused when you say that we're not having a good year. Well, I just want to be honest with people. Okay? Uh, we're, we're having a great year. We're, your bets are coming in, but what I'm saying is we've had years where we've made more money than we're making now. We're on the plus zone. We're making money. We're definitely in the black, but it's been a strange fucking year. I mean, you, you asked me what's the most surprising shit that happened in the first season. Who in the world would have thought the Baltimore Orioles would be in first place? Not me. Baltimore Orioles, first place in the American League East. Whoever thought Kansas City would come out and play like shit play the entire like, first half? Play like dog shit, yeah. But the, the surprises for me was that Baltimore uh, is leading the American League East. Uh, they're the third best team in the American League. That was shocking. Uh, they got the best home record in all of baseball, Steve. The yeah. Bal- Baltimore Orioles. Fucking unbelievable. The best home record in all of baseball. When they go on the road, they're very suspect. At home, they can't be beat. Uh, heading into the second half of the season, uh, they started out a little sloppy. They were on the road there for six games. They went two and four. Uh, but they did win some games at home here this past weekend. So they're back home now, and they're winning games. Uh, but they, they lost a couple games on the road after the All-Star break to the Yankees. But you asked me what the surprise was. I'm surprised Baltimore is playing as well as they are. They got the third-best record in the American League, number one in the American <coughs> League East, and uh, the, best, the best team out of 30 at home. That was just, that's shocking. All right. What, uh, let me ask you a couple. Uh, anybody else surprised you? Like, let me ask you this. Have the Yankees surprised you at all, or you still feel they're an average to middle? You want to hear a crazy statistic about the Yankees? They uh, lost what their first two. They lost their first two games after the All Star break. At the All Star break, they were five hundred, Steve. I think they were forty four and forty four. After the All Star break, they lost their first two games out of the gate. Okay. Well, they gave it to it's San the, Fran. It's the first time. Yeah, they did. They beat up on San Fran this past weekend. However, they lost their first two games after the All Star break. It's the first time. Listen to this. The first time in twenty one years that the Yankees had an under five hundred record in the second half of the season. Holy shit. First time in 21 years that they've been so, under 500 so basically, in the second half of the season. That's so, a, that is an amazing statistic. Basically, first time ever going 0-2 in 21 years after the break. First is that time, pretty much fair first, to say? No. First time being under 500. Oh, under 500 for the year. Yeah, for the year. First time of being under 21 fi- years, huh? Yeah, in 21 years. Fucking hey, they've, their, their overall record has never been under 500 the second half of the season since 1995. Well, let's be honest. Even though you don't like them, the Yankees have always uh, had... Tra- I'm not a Yankee fan. Well, I'm just saying, but they've always had tradition. They yeah. always have a couple players. When you look at the Yankees now, there's literally no star power over there. You look at A-Rod as a guy that is like a sore thumb. You can't get rid of him to save your life. Well, no one's picking up your money. It's almost like you got a pile of shit sitting out there on the field. And then you got, uh, who's the other guy? Teixeira. To, yeah, Teixeira with another monster $40 million or $30 million a year contract. They're, look, they're looking to drop both of them. No, like, but, just drop them like a bad habit. They're done with them. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, nobody wants them, though. So you're not, are you going to well, since we're talking about the Yankees, I mean, we all saw what happened, the breaking news, fucking uh, Chapman, the Yankees trade Part Chapman. Part of the DMC crew is now broken apart. The Yankees trade Chapman to the Chicago Cubs. Why? The Cubs are becoming like the Yankees have always been. For, no, I, <laughs> the Cubs are just buying everybody. They're just buying whoever they want. Fuck them. That's the formula for success, Steinbrenner says. Theo, so, I mean, you know, Theo but, Epstein, you're a, you're, you're, you're a monster over there. Uh, you're spending all that money. And... They picked up Aroldis Chapman, Steve, for, um, geez, four play. I got the deal right here. Breaking news. 104 mile an hour, Aroldis, 104. He reached 104 this year. Jesus. 104 miles an hour. Traded to the Cubs for four players. The Cubs will give the Yankees their 19-year-old shortstop, Glabar Therese, their number one prospect. 
the number one prospect. They're trying to win it this year, if you, if you can't tell. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so they're giving, they're giving the Yankees their shortstop, number one prospect, Torres. They're giving him outfielder Billy McKinney, a former first-round pick. He's their number five prospect in their minor leagues. So they're giving their number one and their number five prospects in the minors leagues. In addition, Adam Warren, going back to the Yankees, he, he was with the Yankees. Uh, he actually was, got traded to the Cubs to get uh, Starlin Castro. But anyway, uh, and Rashad Crawford, who's just a no-name outfielder, but a minor leaguer. So Aroldis Chapman to the Cubs for four players, and the Cubs were willing to give up two superstar minor leaguers, their number one and number five prospects. It's plain and simple. They're trying to win it this year. They're going all out to get it, and I like their fucking attitude. And at the same time, Yankees need to rebuild their whole fucking team. Like I said, I look at that team. I don't see any type of tradition. I don't see any type of Yan true Yankees. I don't see anybody on that fucking team. Chapman, 2.01 ERA, 31 and a third innings pitched, 44 strikeouts, 20 saves, and he missed the 30, first 30 games of the year for that domestic violence shit that he was involved in. Yep. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about in baseball? The one thing that I want to add, we've been making all of our money on the totals. Don't get fooled on some $1.70 game. Uh, don't take a run line minus 240 and take it run line to get 130 because these games are looking... Mm -hmm. Look at yesterday. Boston's up 8-3 in the eighth inning. They end up winning 8-7. You got a game on the run line, comes out at 170. Try to get greedy, get it at even money. Take it right in your ass. Before you know it, your asshole's bleeding. You're looking for preparation, Nation. Well, I, got, not... I got a lot of things I can talk about in baseball. A couple of other shockers. Well, the Angels were a shock the well, first time. Well, talk to me. These people, listen, this is a skipper segment. This is all about you and your baseball. People love hearing what you, you got to say. You want to talk about baseball? But they, you want to talk about how we're making money right I, now? All I want to talk about is how we're making money. I, I don't want to talk baseball. You want to talk yeah. about Christine, Christy Brinkley's asshole? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, whatever. I want to talk about what's exciting you in baseball right now. I think uh, the, the, the I'd Angels. I'd like for you to tell these people out here what we've been doing for our clients. How we can uh, make money. And, and what's, you know, the bankroll through baseball. I mean, it's it's a high percentage. If you're hitting 70% in baseball, it's literally like hitting 80% in football. Yes, the value in the run line, the, ah. the value in the money line, folks. Plus a dollar you can plus get a dollar seventy. You plus can, you can get a 10 to 15% edge betting money lines in baseball. The value in the underdogs is unlike any other sport. Totals are like even he said, money. The totals were just absolutely dominating on the over-unders. We've made a lot of money. I, that's, I, that's why I yeah. wanted to make a star. Guys, if you're with us and you're one of our people or you were with us last year, call up right now and, and order the Major League Baseball totals. Yeah. That'll build you a fucking bankroll for football, mm -hmm. I promise you. Mm -hmm. I'll even work with you personally if I have to to see to it. Mm -hmm. Won't you, Skip? Absolutely, I will. All right, so like I said, man, the bottom line is we just want to stick it in your guys' head to all you guys out there playing the stock market, to all you big ballers out there, to you guys out there with money, retired players, uh, stock fund, hedge fund boys, all you guys out there in New York, all you guys out there in Seattle, all you dot-com motherfuckers, all you rich-ass <laughs> motherfucking... <laughs> give us a fucking call and let me flip your fucking money like a world-class gymnast. Mm -hmm. Let me take a quarter million dollars and flip it into a million dollars. Let me take 10000 and turn it into fifty for you smaller guys. And if you got to start small, we'll do whatever it takes. Like I said, whales don't start off as whales. They start off as little goldfish. You feed them as much as you can till you blow them the fuck up and you, and you mold them into whales. And that's exactly what we're looking to do. Speaking of world-class gymnasts, we got the Olympics coming up. You want to talk about the Olympics? Absolutely. Right around the corner, Skip. What, I mean... Well, it looks like a lot of NBA stars and a lot of golfers and uh, a lot of people don't want to go to the Olympics this year because of the security issues, the fucking Zika virus. I'm not going for just what you said well, right there. Listen, fucking, I got millions of dollars, going. motherfucker. You're not getting no fucking mosquito to bite me and send me <laughs> home with Zika. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the game. I can just see you. I don't give a fuck about the medal. I can just see you over there walking around the streets in fucking Brazil, fucking going like this, fighting fucking mosquitoes. I have up. a full long sleeve oh. fucking shirt on that cut went all yeah. the way to my fingers you'd with a fucking mask on. <laughs> you'd, go in, you'd go in there like a fucking beekeeper, right? Yo, absolutely. You'd be dressed up like a beekeeper. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and playing for the United States. Our whole uniform would have to be like a spacesuit, bro. Oh my That's god. That's fucking great. Yeah, it looks like a lot of. Uh, a lot of athletes are, don't want to go, man. They don't want to get the Zika. Plus, you know, with all the bullshit going on with ISIS and every fucking thing else, I mean, everybody wants to kill everybody these days. And, and, and not I to mean, mention... The, the it's a potential fucking disaster at every turn. But let's just keep it real for a second. The finest athletes in the world uh, is nothing but a target for all these fucking people and terrorists out there just to do something stupid. Um, they got a good life, yeah, representing the country. In other words, I'm, Skip, you're more of an American red, white, and blue guy than anybody I've ever met in my fucking life, and, and, and so am I. I, won't, I wouldn't be disappointed if uh, they didn't even have NBA at the fucking Olympics or uh, they didn't even play in the Olympics because I wouldn't go personally. I'll be honest with you. I like the Winter Olympics more anyway. Yeah. I like to watch the fucking the, the skiing. 
Well, it's not a matter of what you like. They got the Olympics, and, and, and uh, USA uh, wants to win a gold medal. I mean, but yeah. if you're LeBron and you're the big boys, do you go over there and play? No, I don't know. Probably not. I wouldn't be mad at you either way. No, if I was a professional NBA player and I had millions of dollars and I was making a living playing professionally in the United States, would I go to the Olympics? Probably not. If you were single, looking to shoot off four or five nuts a night with some of the baddest motherfucking bitches you've ever seen in your life, some of the biggest asses. I, See, you get a couple let, brothers mixed in with some Kush, some Molly, and some motherfucking cocaine with a splash of alcohol. Mm -hmm. You're out there, but you're you're out there raw dogging bitches. And summon up Brazi and summon up Brazilian big ass. A big uh, Brazilian ass walks by you. You're drunk as fuck. You slip the rubber off. Before you know, you come oh. home with Zika and HIV. Oh fuck no. So you went out there to play some little basketball. Come home with a fucking HIV. What part of the fucking playing for your country yeah. was that? Yeah. Now you're scratching your fucking balls and you got Zika and maybe AIDS. It's real similar to like else. somebody gives you a game for free. These guys call you. Somebody telephone. <laughs> Telephone tough guy calls you up, gives you a game for free. Game yeah. loses. What part of free was that? Yeah. You, you go to play for your country. You end up <laughs> shooting off a nut, come home with Zika, and your fucking nut's falling off. What, what part of was representing your country was that? <laughs> so, you're, so you're relating an, uh, an NBA player in the Olympics doing a Brazilian chick in the ass. Catching, yeah, catching a fucking to, HIV. To a guy calling you up just throwing a free game at you. Correct. All right. Because I tell you what, Brazil is the number one pound-for-pound pound HIV fucking spot uh, <laughs> in the fucking world. And that is a fucking fact. So the uh, number I would one... warn to all my homeboys out there, do not fucking play for the team. Fuck oh, it. my God. The number one pound-for-pound pound Zika virus asshole in the nation. <laughs> and coming in number one pound-for-pound pound HIV per person, Brazil. Oh. Brazil. I like watching the gymnastics in the Summer Olympics. I, like, I, I, I listen. I actually. I, I, like, I like the way they fucking flip around. I wish I could do that. Was there any team that actually is memorable for you? Like, do you remember the Dominique Dawes, the Dominique Mucciano team that went to the Olympics? Oh man, uh, I, Carrie, Mary, Carrie, the girl Carrie that broke her ankle and did the Karate Kid thing. Yeah, I'm Mar Mary Lou Loretton, dude. That's my era. Uh, oh yeah, well, Mary Lou Retton. Well, yeah, right. that was early '80s with a red, white, and blue well, that, fucking yeah. one piece. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was out there. Yeah, Mary, Mary, I, I, Mary, yeah, I know. That, I, I, I love the way they run across that mat and fucking flip up in the air like a goddamn fucking martial artist or something. Well, buddy, listen, I'm, I'm, I'll flip your bankroll like any world-class gymnast you've ever seen in your motherfucking life. Well, that's what brought it up. Yeah, double flips. But uh, I like the balancing thing, too. I like the way they balance on that motherfucker. I, I like the Olympics all around. It's a good thing. It, it lets people get the elite, uh, you know, like I said. Bruce, I, I see enough fucking basketball between the college basketball and the NBA basketball. Yeah, and we don't need it. I see enough basketball. I don't need to see basketball in the Olympics. But at the same point, that's the United, the only reason why we did it to start with is we were getting our ass kicked. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember yeah, how this even started. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. We were getting our ass kicked, and then we were said, you know what? Fuck that. We're yeah. USA, and mm -hmm. this is where I love our country. We said, we're better than everybody, so we put a team together, started getting the best of the best to play, started beating the fuck out of everybody. Remember that. That dope smoker, Michael Phelps, we talked about him before. Well, I mean, uh, Michael Phelps, what do you mean? He's a superstar. At 30 years old, Phelps becomes the first American male to compete in five Olympics. Yeah. Shout and you out. tell me marijuana doesn't do nothing for you? Shout out to the Kush, man. Shout out to that OG Kush, dude. Like I said, keep smoking, Michael. It's got your gold medals. It's going to continue to get gold medals. See, everybody thinks marijuana is a harmful thing. If you use it in the right way, it could actually be a good thing. If you use marijuana in the right way, you could be an Olympic swimmer, too. Do you want your lungs? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you want your lungs to expand a little bit uh, bigger than normal? Do you want to compete in the Olympics? Do you want to swim faster than any motherfucker in the world, including Michael Phelps? Go to www.ogkush.com, smoke a quarter a day, expand your lungs, and express yourself, and get that gold medal. Fair enough? <laughs> anyway, Michael Phelps, 30 years old. I love you, Michael. Love everything about you. You're a true American. You train hard. You work hard. You smoke a little kush on your off time. And who gives a fuck? Doesn't get in the way of you being successful. As long as you handle your business, as long as you're good to your family and your kids and you're a good person, it's all that matters in my book. You'll probably end up being a spokesman for one of the, one of the dispensaries out here. Well, of course. Marijuana's going crazy out here in Las mm -hmm. Vegas. I uh, just saw two other ones open up. I was just driving around the other day. Yeah. I saw two of them just out of nowhere. There's a fucking dispensary. Now, I mean, it's pretty played out, but let me ask you. Kevin Durant obviously uh, goes to the Golden State Warriors out there to Oakland. Yeah. He's putting it down for the Bay Rep in Who Oakland. Who gives a fuck? He might be out there just for the Kush alone because out there in motherfucking Oklahoma City, his weed was probably coming with seeds in it, bro. <laughs> All right? So when you play in the NBA, there's a couple things you want in your hometown where you play. Some good bit pussies, some good-looking bitches, mm -hmm. and the finest marijuana in the world. Yeah. That's just an so NBA the have to. the Oklahoma City Kush, what, it's grown out in the cornfields? Yeah, ain't, that's some Oklahoma City bad. It just ain't the same. Well, they grow it indoor now, so it doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is uh, people are talking shit about him. Uh, what do you think about him leaving? Larry Bird says uh, he could never see himself leaving Boston to go play with Magic Johnson. Just for a ring, you mean?
In other words, he wouldn't leave Boston just to go to L.A. to win a ring. Well, hey. They asked Larry Bird, what do you think about Durant? He said, well, I, I could never see myself leaving Boston to go play with Magic Johnson. And I'm sure, well, you know what? I'm sure Durant has a bird for fucking Larry Bird, the, the middle, the, the bird right here. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about what Bird no. says. Bird, you're so motherfucking old. No one even gives yeah. a fuck what you Nobody got Nobody gives a shit what fucking Larry Big Bird has to say. Yeah, take your Big Bird ass on the side, man. It's late. 2016. Nobody gives a fuck about what Larry Bird has to say. No, really they don't. And, and it's getting sad because uh, without Jordan's brand in his shoes, he'd be fading away too. And uh, the old timers are gone. You don't even hear Magic Johnson anymore. You know what I mean? These guys are slowly fading away. But Larry, no one gives a fuck what you got to say, brother. Um, here, here's the bottom line. Um, people, the whole idea of, of making it to the NBA is eventually to have a ring. That's what it's all about. Uh, hello, LeBron did it. LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami to get a for sure ring playing with his buddy Dwayne Wade. A mm-hmm. uh, good friend of mine that you've met that's been here to the office several times, uh, Richard Lewis, right. uh, strictly had his agent send him to Miami to play on that team just to get a ring. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, guys, want to get a fucking ring. I mean, I'd want a fucking ring if I was in the NBA, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'd, I'd have want, to say I'd, the I'd, only I'd, thing about... Uh, I'd want to ring any fucking sport I was in. Yeah, so I'd have to say to Larry Bird, I understand what you're saying. You were competing hard as fuck with Magic Johnson. I would not go play for the enemy uh, to get a ring, but this is a completely different time. The rules have changed 15 times since the last time you played. Uh, The the days of the sky hook and all that fucking shit you were doing, that shit's gone. Speaking of of rings, when are you getting a ring? Haven't you you been engaged for a little while now? Yeah, I've been, what do you mean? I've been engaged. When's the the ring coming? Uh, We're probably going to do it like February or uh, Mm -hmm. October. At, I didn't uh, mean to put you on the spot like that. But oh, you got to put me on the beat. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it sounded good. Did it? You're talking about getting rings. You'd like to get a ring. I'm just thinking where... Well, know. Kelly has a ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... it's well, when are you getting yours? Well, I, I, I probably won't even wear a ring even if I get a ring. I'm not, I don't wear fucking rings. Right. Where's your fucking ring? No, no where's your fucking ring? <laughs> you got some big fucking balls, listen. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> where's your ring, motherfucker? Listen. One of the... One of the uh, one oh, of you, the, he put himself on blast. That he yeah, I just fuck... You just fucking reversed this way I never thought... I. I should have kept my mouth shut. You just reverse this in a way I never saw it coming. Bro. Soon. You'll be there. That, that was real bad on my part. However, listen, I'm very loyal to my wife. My wife loves me. I love her. We've been together since we're... If you don't know about me, I've been with my you wife. You don't need no fucking ring to I've been with my wife. I've been with the same woman since I'm 16 fucking years old. Yeah. I love the hell out of her. She loves the hell out of me. We're best fucking friends. <laughs> and no, I don't wear a ring. Uh, we've been married fucking forever. We've been together for 30, almost 32 years. We've been married for... Uh, put me on the spot again, 24, some shit like that. Well, I smoked okay. some cushion in front of you, so you might, you're, you yeah. know, you're, you're, well, you're... yeah, I don't wear a ring. One of the, arra- one of the arrangements was, uh, yeah, I don't wear jewelry. I don't wear any jewelry. All right, so... I, I'm not tattooed, and I don't, and I'm not full of jewelry. I, I just, got you. It, it ain't me. Well, that doesn't make you a bad guy. It doesn't make you're me a bad guy. You're still a gentleman guy. and yeah. a scholar, you know what right. I mean? One of the best salesmen of right. the world. I'm sorry, know, right? I, I'm sorry I asked you about the ring. That's not even a problem at all. No, I, I, I probably... I mean, no, now it, it came back to me. If it looked good, I'd wear one. But I have different watches. I, I got yeah. uh, platinum, white gold, and then I got gold. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do you wear a gold ring with a white watch or well, you're gonna uh, have to a get platinum th- ring with a gold? You get two rings? Well, you get two or three, yeah. Yeah, not that. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> do I look like a Liberace motherfucker? Uh. <laughs> so, anyway, just to sum up uh, what we were talking about, do you think the chemistry of Golden State will be thrown off? I, I say no. I think they fucking play together good. Um, they might not win as many games as they did last year, but they got a better chance of winning that motherfucking ring this year with ease. Well, I mean, listen, they, they totally fell apart. I mean, they should have won it this year. But anyway, uh, no, the chemistry, uh, it will not affect the chemistry. They will play fine, and they're going to be right there at the end just like they were this year. I feel the same way. NBA salaries skyrocketing due to the salary cap increase. For example, Mike Conley became the highest-paid player in NBA history. Well, that's how you know the league's insane. What the fuck is going on? That's like you said in Money Talks, what is going on with the NBA? If Money Talks, I got a lot to say. If Money Talks, yeah, they got a whole lot to mm-hmm. say. Holy fuck. When Mike Conley's the highest-paid player in the league, you got uh, something. That back. may pose a problem yeah. with the shipping department, yeah, you might, that's for sure. Yeah, you might want to hire his agent. Uh, speaking of drugs and marijuana and cocaine and all that, Brock Lesnar... Uh, fails another drug test for a second time after winning his match at uh, UFC 200. Okay. I mean, listen, if you're old as fuck, you get a chance to be in UFC 200. I'd be shooting my ass with steroids trying to win too. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. It's your last time you're going to be on TV. What? Uh, and that's pretty much what's going on. So, Skip, here's, here's pretty much what I want to get out of baseball. Um, a game a day, not every day. Money management and discipline is in full effect. Would, you be, would it be fair to say that uh, football season starts today? 
Part of you betting football is building a bankroll today. If you're sitting around right now telling yourself, I'm going to wait till football and then I'm going to call you guys. I'm going to wait until I got a little bankroll together, then I'm going to call you guys. I'm going to do it on my I'm, own for a little while. I'm going to wait. I've already signed up yeah. with somebody. It's always something. You're always waiting for something. I'm going to wait for the kids to go back to school. I'm going to wait for our, my summer vacation to get over. I'm going to wait till football starts. I'm going to wait till I have a little more in bankroll. Listen, stop waiting. God. Be proactive. Act now. Call us today, 877-220-6540, because this money train waits for no one. Yeah, what are you waiting for? That's, I can make you money today. That's the motto. Treat yourself. Stop cheating your fucking self. Lord knows you beat yourself up all week, all month, all year. Don't you think you deserve a little special treatment? Start treating yourself and stop cheating yourself. Get with the best. Fuck the rest. You know, the Hall of Fame game, the Col the, the Tell Col them. The Colts are playing the Packers bum, 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 bum. on August 7th. You know, bum, 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 bum. You know close. that's two weeks. The Hall of Fame game is two weeks break away. Break out your chips and salsa. Break out your fucking nachos. Break out your jerseys and your hot dogs and get ready to jam them right up your bookie's fucking ass is you, all I can tell you. You use these next 30 days to build yourself a bankroll because in less than 30 days or in about exactly 30 days, the college football season kicks off. I believe it's... August 26th, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. 30 days from today, the college football season kicks off. I believe California and Hawaii is the first game of the year in 30 days from now. It's right around the corner. So if you're sitting around saying, oh, I'm going to wait 30 days until college starts. Oh, I'm going to wait 14 more days until the Hall of Fame game. No, call me now because I'll make you more money in the next two weeks betting baseball so that when the Hall of Fame game does kick off in two weeks and the college football game does kick off in 30 days, you're going to be sitting on a five, ten, twenty thousand dollar bankroll. Ask yourself this question: When was the last time you went into the football season with an extra ten or twenty thousand dollars in bankroll that you made betting a couple of Steve's baseball games? Make, make it happen and make it happen now. I'm willing to even go out on limb and tell you, motherfuckers, you people, right to your eyes. I guarantee you that I will make you more money in the next two weeks than you do at your job. There Bottom you go. fucking line. There you go. So, I mean, it, it doesn't get any more clearer than that, guys. I'll make you more money in two weeks than you'll make two weeks at your job. I guarantee it. There you go. So why wouldn't you call? Period. So anyway, let's move on to a little entertainment uh, news. Uh, Gary Marshall, happy days. That's Gary the... Marshall? Yeah, Gary Marshall dead at oh. 82, the creator yeah. of Happy Days. Uh, actually, the director of Pretty Woman, which... Mm -hmm. As gay as it sounds, I thought it was a fucking great movie. It's more of a well, woman uh, movie, but it was a great fucking well, movie. Well, I mean, if you like Julian Roberts, I mean, how can you not well, how can you not like watching Julia Roberts? Exactly. And being from Las Vegas with, you know, mm. being familiar with the prostitution and mm -hmm. the game and the high boots and the mm -hmm. fucking selling the pussy and the whole thing. Right. It's kind of a good story. She came up, sold her pussy, she sucked a cock to get to the top. Right. And it was a it was just an inspirational level for those girls out there that uh, mm. have sucked their cock and, and haven't really got anywhere in life and been to the local club and hit with an MBA, licked his balls, but never I got a purse out of it, mm -hmm. never went to the next level and got any money out of it. Uh, you know, just keep sucking it and before you know it, you'll end up on top. You you know you'll <laughs> You'll get you. You'll suck the right cock, and, you, and you'll shine. I promise you. <laughs> I never actually looked at Pretty Woman that way, but now that you've summed it up, I, I will. Wasn't now, that a good way to look at that Pretty was the, Woman? That's actually the only way to look at that. The only fucking way to yeah. look at that thing. It's an, it's it's, an inspiration, it's an inspiration for a prostitute. Yes, it's an inspiration for every cock-sucking woman out there. Goddamn right. Yeah, ladies, if, if you, you want to suck cock to get to the top? Have, have you been beat up a little bit? Are you tired? Uh, have you been <laughs> sucking and not getting anything out of? Oh. Go to Pretty Woman because there is a fucking there, there, there's a chance that you could come out on top. Oh. You just got to stay focused. You got to put your money on it, and you got to put your mind on oh it. Oh, my God. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, he, he is pretty... <laughs> have you been sucking cock and not getting anything in return? Have you been licking that executive's nuts every week and not getting anything in return? And not and getting nothing but an extra lunch twice a week? Tune in to Pretty Woman. Pretty uh, Woman. Tune in to Pretty Woman. And get inspired. And get yourself re-motivated oh, yeah. to you, suck that dick. Oh, and, and get refocused on what you're looking for. A oh guy with a God. lot of fucking money. A billionaire. A fucking millionaire. A guy that can take care of you. Put you in champagne bags. A guy that can put you on the 45th floor. A guy that can put you in product. A guy that can take you to a whole nother level. Take you out of that motherfucking scooter and put you in that brand new Jaguar. Take you out of that motherfucking stinky old El Camino you got with cat piss on the rug and put you in a brand new S600. Take you out of that stinky ass hey, El Camino. Hey, how, how the fuck did we get from Gary Marshall dying? I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh, God. Gary, anyway. Mar Gary Marshall passes away at age 82 and it turns into... An, an inspirational speech for hookers. Well, anyway, this guy was a great fucking guy. He had a lot done. He was a legendary actor, producer, uh, director. He had pneumonia, uh, ended up hospitalized, and uh, he fell out. His first hit was in 1970 when he developed and executive produced and uh, 
adaption of Neil Simon's uh, play, The Odd Couple, for mm -hmm. ABC. That's how he started. And it just goes on. Well, on. everybody just... remembers him from Happy Days, fucking Laverne and Shirley. His daughter, Penny yeah, read, read that shit. That... His, his daughter, Penny Marshall, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, Laverne. Yeah. Laverne and Shirley. Hey, listen, Penny Marshall's uh, a, direct, a highly respected director, oh, too, as well. You of know? course. Listen, Mork and Mindy. Gary Marshall was a monster. Mork and Mindy, Laverne and Shirley. I mean, Lenny and Squiggy, baby. Yeah. Na nanu, Nanu, Mark. <laughs> nanu, Nanu, motherfucker. Hey, nanu, Nanu. Nanu, Nanu was cold. Nanu, hey, nanu, if, nanu. You're if you're telling me that he wasn't coked out of his oh, fucking mind during that Nanu, Nanu shit. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, Robin. Yeah. Yeah, you were Nanu, nanu all right. Happy That's days. Like... Joni loves Chachi. I mean, come on, man. You're talking my era, man. These were great sitcoms. So shout out to uh, Gary Marshall. Rest in peace, man. And great guy, good executive Absolutely. guy in Hollywood. Uh, made a lot of good TV uh, and, and made some honest TV. Yeah. You know, good shows that wasn't all about pussy or tits or right. uh, somebody killing or another 48 guy dying on the street. Or yeah, you raise a good point. That made was, a show that actually was, that was valid, just, a valid hey, show, man. I mean, come on. How much more wholesome and Americana can Richie Cunningham be? Well, that's what I'm saying. Right? A, a guy that's trying to teach you how to do the right thing and uh, take her out on 16 dates, yeah. marry her before you finger My girls are watching the Kardashians where... Uh, yeah. You know, you're sucking cock on the first date. Good point. So, you know, that... Yeah, nowadays we got... The keep, last keep, keep of in, the wholesome yeah. shows. Yeah, nowadays we got Big Brother, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Back then, we were, you know, we had Richie Cunningham, Laverne yeah. and Shirley. Yeah, you got you those know? shows, Money Talks. These guys are just fucking drinking and gambling and fucking <laughs> Mork, going crazy. Yeah, Mork and Mindy. Uh, in sports news, Johnny Manziel. Oh, God. Johnny Manziel involved in a fist fight in a fancy Hawaiian resort oh, the night before his buddy was getting married. Supposedly, the, the, the story goes, uh, him and his, this guy had beef or whatever, whatever the fucking case is. Johnny ends up proceeding probably to get loaded, catches a little buzz. Bottom line is, uh, the guy was obviously heckling Johnny, talking shit to him his whole career. Johnny didn't like it. Johnny's at a bad place in his life right now. And Johnny fucking basically stole him. Yeah, supposedly they knew each other. They've had a little beef in the past. They were both going to be at the same wedding together over there in Hawaii. Uh, their buddy, mutual friend getting married. Hanging out, the, hanging out at the Four Seasons Hotel. Bunch uh, of rich boys. Bunch yeah. of rich-ass motherfucking football, college-taking-care-of-ass yeah. motherfucking yeah. Uh, trust fund kids. Hanging out at the five-star Four Seasons Resort over there in the Big Island. And uh, I guess he says that the other guy was provoking him and instigating him. So he just went over and fucking clocked him. And like you said, stole on him. And then uh, what he did afterward was just... Well, so reportedly the next day, uh, the other guy uh, got a surprise when room service brought him a bottle of champagne. What a bitch move. And a note that said, I'm so sorry. What a bitch move. How do you steal on somebody and then send a note that say you're sorry? Yeah. You either steal on him and you piss on him and put a $100 bill in his mouth when you knock him out. This guy. Or you don't do nothing at all. Yeah. You've got to be the dumbest <laughs> motherfucker in the world, Johnny. You, you, you knock him out, you stick a $100 bill in his mouth, tell him you're fucking sorry. Yeah, that way when uh, he wakes up, at least he has a ride home. Yeah. I mean, Call you, an Uber, motherfucker. If you need any extra dental work or anything, that's on you. Get a bite to uh, eat. Huh? So he sends him a bottle of fucking champagne to his room with a fucking I'm sorry note. Is Johnny Manziel... Are you serious? I mean, is this kid ever going to grow I was up? That, if I was that guy, I probably would have came over to his room and fucking punched him in the face. Will he ever... I, I don't need no stupid-ass note like that. Will he ever play ball again? Who cares? He'll be playing with his own balls pretty much yeah, at his house. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, no, well, I mean, it's just a disgrace to the league because it could show that a kid that's really fucked up, that's, that, that can't handle his money, can still make it in the league. You yeah, supposedly your... they hugged it out and they, they took the picture the next day. They were hugging it out. And they put yeah, it, and his hand they put was it wrapped up. On up. The, yeah, he put it out on Instagram. Who gives well, a fuck? Well, here's the thing, though. Shame on you for not stitching him up. <laughs> Buddy, if I get an all-out steal on somebody where you're just sitting there and I hit you, if I can't knock you out or stitch you up, shame on me, dude. I should. I, that's a fucking embarrassment. I'm not into the violence. No. Well, anyway, uh, uh, the ESPYs, uh, as you know, went on. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers named the best team 2015-2016. Well, there's a big shock. Didn't, well, they, didn't they win the championship? Well, yeah. I mean, hello, they won the championship, but on the same time... They weren't the best team. Not even fucking close to, I mean, to the best team. They were, voted, they were voted winners in the best. Cleveland Cavaliers were voted the winners of the best team uh, of American pro sports this year at the ESPYs. Uh, so I they, disagree. Well, so do I. Without any shadow of a doubt, I mean, didn't, Golden didn't, State, Golden, didn't Golden State beat the Bulls' record? Uh, that is a fact. Okay, it, so then they're the best team. Well, I have a bigger one for you. Take LeBron James off Cleveland. Do they have a team? No. Fucking not no, but fuck no, they don't have a team. Take LeBron James off Cleveland. They don't have a fucking team. So mm -hmm. to name them the best team, no. LeBron just should have got every... Well, LeBron did. Remember, he broke every record in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I vote for the Golden State Warriors and the UConn ladies basketball team. Oh, well, hold on. Those were the two best teams. Well, hold on before you keep going. Um, you didn't let me continue. 
Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers were voted. Also, Kansas City Royals, which is an embarrassment. Eh. Could you imagine going up on that stage uh, uh, two weeks ago to get your award, no. knowing that you're fucking terrible this year? No. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, they scrapped their way there. and Don't they, say they didn't. They had a good season. Uh, Denver Broncos. Yeah, okay, they won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. They, they weren't the best team. No. UConn, uh, women's basketball, as yes. you said. Yes, I voted I thought that. Golden State deserved the award uh, with posting the best record in the NBA, beating the fucking best player and the best one of the best teams in the history uh, of, ba- of basketball. Because that Chicago Bull team was a team. wasn't just one guy, and they played phenomenal together. So... Mm-hmm. Like I said, you take LeBron James away, do they really have a team? The answer was not no, but it was fuck no. No, I, I would vote for the Golden State Warriors and uh, the UConn girls basketball. Well, one other thing I want to tell my English lads out there, to all of my lads out there that like betting football and soccer, yes, 2016-17 season starts a month uh, or less away. Yes, I have information on it, and yes, we kick ass. Right now, the only focus that I got going right now is betting baseball day by day, playing one game a day, not every day. Like I said, Skipper, the whole idea right now is to bet more money on less games. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want you to get back into the frame of mind of gambling where you're talking to representatives 15 times a day. Guys, get one fucking representative and don't deal with anybody else. It's the only way you can possibly make money. Deal with us. We'll call you one time a day, or you call us, you get your information, and that's it. You treat it like a business. I don't want you going home, watching the game on TV, stressing out your family, stressing you out. Just, it is what it is. It's a game for grown-ups. It's a game for big boys. It's high risk, but it's high reward. So if, you, if you're looking to make money, if you're looking for a second income, right now's the time to build a bankroll because football is right around the motherfucking corner and that's all we give a fuck. We're running football, early bird promotions right now. Mm-hmm. We're doing $250. Uh, I, th- I think I even fucking went crazy and ran a $500 for the entire preseason the other day. What? Yeah, while I was on break. You know what? I'm going to run that again for these fucking people. Oh, my God. $500 entire preseason. Crazy shit. Five... Hold on a second. Time out. I don't Five... want to put it in stone yet. $500... For the entire NFL preseason. Matter of fact, five, you call in the next seven days. You call you, uh, you next call, seven days, next seven fucking hours. You know. Next seven days. Because uh, we got plenty of clients. Call, Here's what I'm going to do. Call now. In the next seven days, you call us in the next seven days, I'll give you the entire preseason for 500 bucks. Oh, my God. Period. 877-220-6540. Anyway, Skip, listen, I'm glad to be back in the saddle with you, man. I, it actually feels good to be back grinding, though. One thing about me is I'm a workaholic, and you know you are, too. Mm-hmm. As much as I had fun going around the world with my family, uh, I actually never left the country, so around the world. As long as, <laughs> as, long as I enjoyed going, you traveling know. Traveling around the West Coast. Uh, traveling around the West Coast, having fun, doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm back and happy to be back in the saddle. Um, this is what I do for a living. I'm the best at it because I take passion in what I do. I'm willing to go to war for you. I deal with players, coaches, and CEOs. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the job done. It's, it's, I'm just happy to be back with you doing these podcasts. We missed all of our fans. They've been wondering where we were. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. These shows are going to get so much more exciting for you. We're going to have exciting guests on this year. And if you like what we've done so far, you're going to love where we're going. Skip, you got anything to say? Yeah, about I, anything? Do. I, I do. I want to give another shout-out to another one of my homies uh, from my neighborhood, Mike Piazza from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Uh, listen, man, we're just about the same age. We grew up at the same time. Uh, Norristown, Pennsylvania. Congratulations on being put in the Hall of Fame along with Ken Griffey Jr. this past weekend into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Another trust fund kid. Yeah. Not, not, not Mike Piazza. No? No, Mike Piazza's not a trust fund kid. You sure about that? Uh, Mike Piazza. His dad doesn't have millions of dollars, huh? Well, he might. But, um, His dad has $100 million. Do your research. Okay, then you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, l- listen, I always wondered how he got in. Piazza's but, rich as fuck. All right, well, listen. He got to the uh, Major League Baseball because of to- uh, Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda single-handedly now got... that's a superstar. Tommy Lasorda single-handedly got him into baseball. He begged the fucking scouts, uh, the Dodger scouts, to draft him. He literally begged them to take Mike Piazza. It's... Because Tommy Lasorda's from my neighborhood, too. He's a Pennsylvania-bred motherfucker. He knew the Piazza family. He knew the kid was a fucking superstar. And uh, nobody believed him. He probably never would have been drafted. Congratulations to Mike Piazza, Norristown, Pennsylvania, a lifetime 308 hitter, 1,335 RBIs. He ranked 95th, four, 47th in all-time home runs with 427. It took four ballots, Mike, but you finally made it. Congratulations, uh, 93 Rookie of the Year, 12-time All-Star. You fucking deserve it, Mike. Okay, now listen. Now that, 
now, now that we just rubbed his back and you I, gave I, him a I just wanted to give a shout ass. out to another one of my homies in Philly. All right, well, since you yeah. patted him on the ass. One of, my got, one of my local boys back home. I just want you to ask, I just want you to answer just a series of questions. Yeah. Do you like cheaters? That, no. Uh, uh, you, no. You hate them, right? Right. You can't stand guys that take steroids and play baseball, right? Correct. So then why do you like Mike Piazza? All right, listen. I, I, I'll be truthful. With you him. just ride with him because I, he's Philly. I, you I, hate guys that take steroids. You hate Barry be, Bonds. Let me be. Yet, but, but yet Mike Piazza is a steroid boy, can, too. Can I respond to you? Yes, sir. Okay. Number one, I can't stand the Dodgers. They're one of my most hated teams. <laughs> They're one of my most hated teams oh, man. Of, of all time. I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. I can't stand But you hate cheaters. I can't stand the, cheater. I can't stand the Dodgers. A matter of fact, and his dad's rich as fuck. As a matter of fact, one of the best things ever was when uh, me and my son were at Dodger Stadium and the Phillies beat the Dodgers in the NLC uh, just a few years back. Uh, I can't stand the Dodgers. Right. And, and however, Tommy Lasorda is a, a, a Philly guy right from outside of Philly, and Mike Piazza is from the neighborhood, and uh, I did support him. Piazza because he was from the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, but I never was a huge fan of his. Okay. I'm never going to be a Dodger fan ever in the history of my lifetime will I be a Dodger right. fan. Uh, I didn't support him then. I, I support him just because he's from the neighborhood. I, all I'm saying, Steve, 12-time All-Star, 308 career hitter. Well, there's other four, guys 40. that are tainted that have better records that ain't in Hall of Fame, so should we be clapping for them too or what? Um, just because they're not from Philly? So the motherfucker's got a 400 average. Uh, did, no, 308. And, but he's from Compton, and he doesn't get in. You don't Congratulations. Get in. He's from Philly. You give him that round of applause. I'm congratulating. He's tainted, though. He's tainted. He's I'm congratulating one of my boys from back home who was never going to make the major leagues and uh, got there because of. Lasorda. I have his back. Got there because of Lasorda, and I got his back. I'm just. I saying, like him. I'm just saying. I liked him. Congratulations. He's Italian boy. I love him. I yeah. gotta love him. He made. Any, it. Anyway, just summing things up, uh, Mrs. Clinton uh, or Donald Trump. There was a hundred and fifty billion fucking dollars bet illegally on the Super Bowl this year. Let's keep that money uh, mm -hmm. legal. Let's tax it. Let's get fucking paid. Everybody's doing it anyway, including mm -hmm. all you politicians, all you governors, all you motherfuckers. So just sanction it, make it legal. Uh, baseball is in full fucking effect right now. Um, it's money management. Build your bankroll time. Right now is the perfect time to build your bankroll for football. You don't want to go in with your own money. Right. The surprise for the first half with the big skipper was the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, they surprised Skipper the most uh, this year. With, and, uh, and how bad the Angels were and how bad the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks are is a shock. Right. Uh, people that are mad at Kevin Durant for leaving, I say eat a dick. Larry Bird, no one gives a fuck what you got to say. Mm -hmm. Kevin, go try to get a fucking ring. That's what it's all about. I've never ran a race to lose. If I want to play, I want to win on a winning team, and I want to win championships. Bottom fucking line. That's what Michael Jordan wanted to do. That's what Magic Johnson wanted to do. That's what everyone wanted to do since the beginning of the NBA. Period. That's all any athlete ever wants to do. Ever Michael, since, yeah. Ever since he's a kid. I mean, you dream about winning a championship, hosting up the fucking trophy, wearing the ring. Right. Michael Phelps, uh, still smoking kush. About to be in his fifth Olympics. Everything is going great with him. Hopefully he gets a couple gold medals. Summer Olympics are about to be in full motherfucking effect. And uh, UFC 200 uh, didn't break my friend Floyd Mayweather record uh, on pay-per-view, and I knew it wouldn't. Uh, shout out to Money May for still holding the number one, two, and three uh, total records on pay-per-view. You're the man. You put on some exciting action. UFC 200 was average. Uh, I love UFC. I love what they do, but uh, wasn't worth all the hype that they... Uh, Gabe, the bitch getting knocked out was probably the best part. And when uh, two women uh, is your top battle, uh, top card, that, that's a fucking problem. Because if two women fought in boxing, would that be a top card? Would you even watch it? No. Nah. That's why Layla Ali had to retire. She didn't have nobody to fight. Uh, you're all excited Piazza made it into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. I uh, do know he was a cheater as well. And, uh, I'm not all excited about it. I'm just congratulating. A round of applause. I'm congratulating a guy from the neighborhood. All right. Well, good. Yeah. Well, that, that's keeping it real. And, uh, you know, speaking of cheating, to you people out there, stop cheating yourself. Don't let these telephone tough guys call you and offer you the fucking world, promise you the world. Anybody that calls you that tells you they're working in a casino, they're lying. The, no casino has a sports consultant calling anybody. It's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> they have a bookie. They're running a bookie. So there's no one up on the fourth floor or third floor. Those, that's somebody on the phone lying you, scamming you, okay? Uh, don't let a telephone tough guy tell you he's 90%, uh, tell you to bet $10,000 on a game when he's sitting in a one-bedroom apartment at his grandma's house uh, drinking a 40 of uh, Old English with Taco Bell for dinner, okay? Know who you're dealing with. Uh, do your research. Make sure the company is licensed and bonded. Uh, make sure, like, I mean, I've been in the same location for 15 years. Our company does millions of dollars. Take your money serious. You work too hard to just let some fucking guy throw darts with your money. 
One thing about Steve Stevens, I'm willing to die for my clients. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win. Whether I got to get on that fucking field, put a uniform on, and hit the home run, all I need you to do is run the bases. Don't forget, it's you and I against the bookie, not you and I against each other. Like I said, from the behalf of BIP Sports, the family here, we've missed you. We're back. Get ready for a new football season. Get ready to make money in Major League Baseball. And like I said, don't let the players be the only ones to get paid. We love you. See you. Wouldn't want to be you. Talk to you soon. Peace. Mic check, bitch. Mic check, bitch. Hearing things. Hearing things. Been hearing a lot of shit, though. Gotta release that shit, bitch. Fuck you. Hold up. I got you, Dirk. I got you, Dirk. I got you. I got you. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. It must be the money talking. It must be the money talking. The sports book keep calling me. I won't lie. They really want to kill me off, but I won't die. Even though I lost the last game, I'ma try, cause it's a constant struggle that makes money multiply, that makes money multiply, I gotta take some chances. Follow my gut and never bet with my heart, never bet with your heart when you're playing with cream. And when it comes to scream, I ain't got a favorite team. That's a sports book calling, telling me to bet big and go all in. Alcohol in my veins, I'm all in. A hundred thousand on my game, that's bowling. Call up Steve Stevens, get a little advice. He likes Sam Rothstein in real life. We might lose one game, but we never lose twice. The money talks too much. I can't sleep at night. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. It must be the money talking. It must be the money talking. It's Steve Stevens. I bust your bookie head open. Split it to the white meat. I ain't joking. Me a dirt bomb in the ghost float. Straight OG like that Kush I be smoking. It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it. A little white girl around, I might sniff it. Popping bub in the club, so twisted. My pops keeps telling me to go get it. So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers. I'm talking about five figures. I need a few shots of liquor. Might need another zipper if the bomb play me. Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady. When it comes to betting sports, Steve Stevens. Beast. Need a certified winner called VIP Sports. Got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock. So sure to keep it since I got shot in Vegas like Pyro. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things. It must be the money talking. It must be the money talking. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things.